are getting into our message today and it is going to look different today as our lead pastor's request in this time especially in his absence he had asked for a couple key players a couple key figures and a couple key leaders within our church to come and to share with us regarding Jesus's word and what we are to do in times like this how does Jesus speak into this situation at this time and so with this this morning you many of you will recognize these faces as they are uh, much loved I have heard so much uh, being new to North Shore about these gentlemen and their love of North Shore their commitment to North Shore and uh, and their love for you and we have uh, Paul Lowell and we have Damian Thompson. And uh, so we are privileged to be able to share the word together and, and do something unique in, uh, in leading our people through the word of God today. We are going to look to the book of Mark. Mark chapter 6 is where we're going to spend some time as we look at two stories in particular. Jesus feeding the 5,000. And then the story immediately after about Jesus walking on the water and what he does with the physical elements there in that. As we uh, set this passage up, there are just a couple things when I think about this situation that really uh, paved the way for what we're going to talk about today. And I think of uh, 2 Corinthians 5-7. We walk by faith, not by sight. Mm. Right? That's what God's called us to, for our eyes on him, that we would live by faith, we would lead by faith. And that means that we don't always see or don't see what we're wanting to, mm -hmm. but our trust is in him, our eyes are on him. Yes. And from Ephesians, he points us, word of God points us to, there's a spiritual battle. Mm -hmm. There's a spiritual battle beyond the physical things that are happening there's a real spiritual battle, and that's how we are to lead through this. And so that's very true for what we're doing and, and what we're dealing with. And this is a unsettling time for, for many of us and many of, in our community. And Jesus weighs in on that, on the personhood of who he is. John 14, 27, as well as a couple chapters later, Jesus says in 1633, he says, peace, I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Mm -hmm. Not as the world gives, do I give. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world, you're going to have tribulation. Mm -hmm. Right? You're going to have struggle. There will be suffering. There will be loss. There will be sorrow. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Amen. Man. Amen. Jesus is good. Mm. Jesus is good. And so with that, we're looking at three things today, that God is a God of compassion, God is a God who hears, and a God is a God of the impossible. So, uh, Paul, you want to lead us in that Mark 6, 30 passage? Sure. Uh, kind of get, to get the setting, uh, this is a bittersweet time. John the Baptist has just been murdered, mm. and... The uh, apostles have just returned from their first preaching tour, and they are pumped. <laughs> the apostles returned to Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. And he said to them, 
Come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in a boat to a desolate place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them. And they ran there on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd. He had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. Mm. And he began to teach many things. And when it grew late, his disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place, and the hour is now late. Send them away to go into the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. And they said to him, Shall we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give it to them to eat? And he said to them, How many loaves do you have? Go and see. And when they had found out, they said, Five and two fish. Then he commanded them all to sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups by hundreds and by fifties. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing and broke the loaves and gave them to, to the disciples to set before the people. He divided the two fish among them all. And they all ate and were satisfied. Mm -hmm. They took up 12 baskets full of broken pieces and of the fish. And all those who ate the loaves were 5,000 men. Immediately, he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he dismissed the crowd. And after he had taken leave of them, he went up on a mountain to pray. And when evening came, the boat was out in the sea, and he was alone on the land. And he saw that they were making headway painfully, for the wind was against them. And about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea. He meant to pass by them, but when they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost and cried out. But they all saw him and were terrified. But immediately he spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I, don't be afraid. And he got into the boat with them, and the wind ceased. And they were utterly astounded, for they did not understand about the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. Mm. Wow. You're an amazing narrator. <laughs> <laughs> nice work, brother. So first we see you know, several things about God being a God of compassion, right? Jesus, God in the flesh, and we see his heart. We see his heart, his compassion come out. What, what are some things, uh, Damien, let's start with you. What are some things that you see regarding Jesus' heart of compassion? Well, one of the things that stood out to me is in some, some verses ahead of this, and if you guys Go check out Mark chapter 6. It, it's amazing. Mark, just the gospel of Mark, he just kind of gets to it. He, he, there's nothing that he, he puts in like flowery language. He just gets right to it. Um, in some scriptures before that, uh, Jesus was teaching for the first time in his hometown in Nazareth. And he was not received well. Um, I mean, his own people who knew him, all his brothers by name, his sisters, they were looking at him going, you're, you're just a carpenter. Who, who do you think you are getting up here talking to us? And it says, um, 
I, I'm not sure which verse it was, but it said that he was actually astounded at their, dis, at their disbelief. It, 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 and that, that just really stuck with me. And yet here we are just uh, some moments later, some days later, and Jesus is looking out on a crowd of people he's never seen before. But he has compassion for them. And it is amazing how he can go from being astounded mm. that he's being rejected to seeing people who actually saw where they were going and ran ahead by foot to beat him there and to meet him in that place. And when he got out of the boat, he was moved. Yeah. And that's something yeah. that I look at and I go, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's beautiful. That's awesome. Paul, what's, what's a thing or two that stands out to you regarding Jesus' compassion? Well, it's like story? Paul told the Philippians, look not every man on his own things, but on the things of others. Jesus was constantly doing that, and especially mm -hmm. upon the things of the Father. Mm -hmm. He was about his Father's business. Mm -hmm. Amen. Wherever, whenever, mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yep. On call, on duty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this story reflects that really well, right? Yes. In times of need, right? And there's crisis in the community, and he is there. He's present. Yeah, it puts me under conviction about the many times uh, I've had opportunity to help people and I go oh not now Jesus I don't have time I gotta go to a Bible study That's man right. I just I can't pull this off can we do this later that's <laughs> right a little more convenience in his scheduling right <laughs> just uh you know we we've got to be more sensitive yeah yeah that's awesome uh you know as, as I look at this story I see Jesus's compassion with his disciples from the gate right? They've been busy in ministry. He comes and takes them alongside and said, let's go and rest. Come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest for a while. So he's caring for them. He knows their needs. He's caring for them physically. Mm -hmm. And then as they do that, then there's this other opportunity situation that comes up and there's a lot of people with a lot of needs. And how Jesus looks on them mm -hmm. is amazing. From, I, I love that, uh, from what you were saying, Damien, others were taking offense by Jesus, but then soon down the road, Jesus, in verse 34, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And this story is pertinent in this time because they were dealing with a community crisis in a sense, right? There were a lot of people, 5,000 men, not including women, children, so on, right? Mm -hmm. So it's at least double, maybe even triple, right? And there was a great need among them. And Jesus saw that. And he saw that they were wandering around thinking that it was life was about this mm -hmm. and this is what they needed. Jesus saw the higher need yes. and he saw them as sheep without a shepherd. And that's a lot of our community. You know, even today, one of the things that um, Holy Spirit kind of helped me see is uh, right now out in our communities, and I think you mentioned this earlier, we've, we, we've got a lot of different perspectives about what's going on right now and how we should be reacting to it. And uh, for some of us, it, it's, it's a sense of, you know, uh, you know, we're going to be fine. You know, we should be going about our lives. Just go to work and just do what it is that you normally do. And then there's those who are just like, 
what do we do next? Mm -hmm. And they're running out and buying up all the toilet paper. And it, it's all right, you know. Out of uh, all things. <laughs> of all, all things. The, all the toilet paper's gone. And if you're one of the ones out there buying it, no, I'm just <laughs> But it just, it, it, if there's anything I think that Jesus is giving us an example to do is if you're one of those who feels like you have this and you're not in a place of fear, could you extend some of that compassion? Mm -hmm. Could you extend some compassion to the ones who aren't where you are? And, and trust me, there's a lot of us that aren't where you are. But maybe the Lord has you so positioned right now in just in his spirit dwelling in you that you get to bless somebody by just coming alongside and praying for them for courage right. and for a lack of fear. Because, um, boy, Jesus... He just, he just gave it out in spades, mm -hmm. the compassion that he showed to these people. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. Yeah, yeah we've, we can't just stop society. Mm -hmm. we, we do have to keep interacting. You know the definition of a fanatic is when he's unsure of his direction, he doubles his speed. So we, mm. we want to kick mm -hmm. back and pray mm -hmm. and okay. uh, mm -hmm. be alert but not panic. Mm -hmm. and do all things decently and in order, as mm -hmm. Paul told the church at Corinth. So uh, I visited several healthcare facilities this week, ironically. Uh, I went to Harborview to visit a man that fell 10 feet off a wall and uh, prayed for him, and I just walked in. It's like business as usual. I guess these guys have no emergencies because that place is just one big emergency. <laughs> <laughs> so it's wow. a trauma center for this mm -hmm. whole Northwest. And uh, I went to uh, the Everett Clinic. They had people out at the door screening uh, folks that were coming in, asking them if they'd been out of the country or been sick. So that was decently and in order, and things were running smooth. And then I went to a rest home in Snohomish yesterday, and they asked uh, questions whether you were sick. And then they scanned our foreheads to see if we had a temperature. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're good. Yep, good <laughs> Come move. on in. Do your yep. visiting. So, <laughs> yeah, great. it's uh, mm -hmm. stay calm, stay cool, keep reading the word, trusting, listen to good advice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah, amen. amen. Uh, thinking of definitions, that, that definition of compassion is mercy plus action, right? It's being merciful, caring, mm. right? Plus you put your feet to it moving forward. Love mm. your example in that. Yeah. That's awesome. Your, That's your life example. Stuff. Our God is a God of compassion. He is that. Love showed up and continues to show up in and through his church, by his spirit, by his people as we seek to be that and walk in wisdom and walk in faith and wise counsel, counsel and be uh, supportive of our community, but mm. not afraid, you know, not letting the enemy take advantage yes. of this opportunity, but our eyes on Christ. So God is a God of compassion, and because he's a compassionate God, he's a God who hears. Amen. A God who hears. What are some things that stand out to you guys about uh, him being a God of hearing in and through this message? I loved the way that Jesus guided his disciples as he was, he was listening to them. He didn't dismiss them. You know, he, he heard them. And, and that, is a, that is a powerful thing, especially in our, in our climate today. If somebody has something that they need to share with you, you have no idea the power of just listening to them, mm -hmm. just, just mm -hmm. hearing where they're at and mm -hmm. just, you know, you, and you may not agree, you know, it, it, it's, but it's about acknowledging the humanity 
of where our brothers and sisters and where our community is. And I, I love the fact that Jesus stayed present in the moment and he heard. He heard them. Mm-hmm. You remember what one brother said who used to uh, be on staff here. Listening is so much like loving, it's hard to tell the difference. Quick to listen, Ooh. slow to speak. Well said. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Yeah, Jesus hears his disciples as the disciples, verse 35, it's growing late. His disciples came to him and said, this is a desolate place and the hour is now late. Send them away and go into the surrounding countryside and and villages to buy themselves so they can take care of themselves. Let them go, Jesus, let them take care of it. Jesus speaks into that. Go ahead, (laughs) right? (laughs) Go ahead. And they're like, what? What? You want us to spend almost a year's wage Mm. in buying just food to Mm. feed a lot of people? Mm -hmm. Jesus heard them, right? Mm -hmm. Jesus heard what their needs are. Uh, I, I love that he engages in that conversation, hearing the need, and he does something about it too. You know, it's not a... Uh, just a default answer of, no, they don't need that. Don't worry about that. They mm-hmm. just need a spiritual answer, right? Mm-hmm. He knew their needs, had compassion on them, heard it. They had a physical need as well. Yes. You know, as well as the situation, you know, what's happening within our church and, and our community walls, you know, there is a real spiritual component. Mm-hmm. And there's a real physical component too. Mm-hmm. God knows that. God knows that. There's a, there's a stewardship that I believe that the Lord has, has really put on us to, um, as you had shared earlier, um, be wise. Be wise. That, that's, that's kind of part of what we're doing today. And, you know, church, we want you to know we miss you. And we do wish you were here. Uh, this was not easy for us. Mm-hmm. But wisdom uh, just the collective wisdom that we were able to glean from, from our leaders said, you know, gathering together in large groups, not wise right now. Mm-hmm. And, and Jesus understood, uh, along with the disciples, we got a lot of hungry people here. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to just make that hunger go away, you know, mm-hmm. and just wish it away. And I, I think that that is something that we, we can just, we just can continue to walk out. Be, be a good steward of what mm-hmm. it is the Lord has given us. Mm-hmm. And when we get some good counsel, roll with that. Yeah. I, I get a lot of that from this brother Amen. right here. That's right. You know, so, Amen. yeah. Something that's unique in this situation versus our situation, he actually had them gather together, right? I mean, as we look at what we're dealing with, what Jesus was dealing with, uh, it's a little comical. That's not the best way to say it. <laughs> I mean, did, it's a little comical, right? He did just the opposite. He did yeah. just the opposite. We're yes, doing just did. the opposite of what Jesus did. Yes, he did. However, he's not dealing with infectious diseases and social right. media and, and lots of, you know, mm-hmm. community leaders weighing in, mm-hmm. right? Unique situation. Right. Mm-hmm. He does the right thing. We're seeking to do the best in making these decisions as well. Uh, last thing that I'd love to hear from you on, Paul, regarding a God who hears uh, where does prayer play into these stories? Well, you know, a lot of people say, well, what's the use of prayer? Prayer, if you think about it, an analogy is like radio waves. How many cell phone transmissions are going through this building right now? Hmm. 40 mm. bazillion? I have no idea. How many TV stations are going through here right now? And yet, uh, you know, if you have the device... You can call and send out these waves. And prayer is similar to that. It's uh, sending that 
transmission up to God uh, through John 3.16. Mm-hmm. Picks it up. Amen. And uh, <laughs> if you don't have sin in your heart, <laughs> your prayers aren't hindered. So keep short accounts with the Lord. And uh, prayer basically is acknowledging that we are powerless, but that he is all-powerful. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. And let me add on to that because this is, this is my pastor right here. And for those of you who know Pastor Paul, you know if there's any need that comes up. And Pat, you're going to learn about this. I, I already okay, okay. testified hey, to let's, it. This, this, <laughs> lighten up here. This, this brother right here, you know stop. it. He will stop. As just as Don had encouraged us to do earlier. You know, and I'm glad he said, pull off your drive and pull off to the side of the road. That was right. good. Yeah. But gather together, but stop and pray. That's right. Stop and pray. And I love how you model that for us and how Amen. you have shepherded us in that way. You don't wait. You don't say, I'll pray about that. And you walk away. You, most cases, I see you, brother, you just stop. You don't even ask. You just <laughs> hand is on and prayer is happening and, it, and you're there and you're engaged. Well, it's so easy to forget. You know, hey, will you pray for Oh, sure, I'll pray for you. Mm-hmm. And a week later, you go, oh, man, mm-hmm. I forgot to pray for that brother who was going in for surgery. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's right. There you go. Yep. yep. And we are following our Christ model, right? Mm-hmm. Follow me as I follow Christ. Yes. And we're doing that, yes. right? And you're doing that, and we're following your lead in that. You are an amazing example in that. And, and I would say our church and our staff are an amazing example in that as well. I, I continue to learn a ton about this place, and prayer is an essential part of what we do here, and I love it. And yes. that's what our Lord did, verse 46. And after he had taken leave of them, okay, got the disciples away, let them rest, reprieve. He went up on the mountain to pray, Yes. right? Reconnect with the Father, mm-hmm. call on the Father, draw near, you know, by the power of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I would like to mention, uh, the God of the impossible, uh, he uses what we have sometimes to pull off miracles. Mm. <laughs> Five loaves and two fish? That's right. You gotta be kidding me. That's mm. right. I got 50 bucks in my wallet. How am I gonna make this repair on my car? Whatever, you know. Amen. God mm. is the God of the impossible. Mm-hmm. Amen. And uh, he uses what we have sometimes and then blesses in ways we have no understanding. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we've got to keep leaning and trusting. Mm-hmm. Yep. A God of compassion, a God who hears, and a God of the impossible. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Yep. And he uses what we have, meager, whatever, right. and our trust is in him, and he, he does the rest. We look for him in that. Yeah. Amen. What else regarding the God of the impossible? Okay, as, as we kind of segue into the Jesus walking on the water story, and there are real wind, real waves, real threats, mm. real fears, mm. real to their situation, and there's Jesus. What do you What do you guys see? So um, I'm I'm one of those people that you know where the Lord has me. Um, that's where I'll, I'll just kind of share that because that's. That's what's in the skillet cooking right now. Um, uh, last night, I just, I found myself uh, just multiple interruptions and things going on around me, and I'm trying to focus on our, our scripture, you know, and because we, you know, so church, if you want to know, we just found out we were doing this yesterday, and so uh, we're, we totally trust in the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and um, I just found myself just in just constant distraction and I got this YouTube push notification of some goofy video and I don't know why, it was some vocal coach and she was, her, her thing, you guys are gonna love this, is she critiques other people 
who sing, who are like professionals. And she goes and she does reviews. And the song that she was reviewing was the song Oceans by Hillsong. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, okay, well, this is interesting after I've read the rest of, you know, uh, Mark chapter 6. And so I begin to watch this video. And what's amazing about it is that she can't get through the video because of the song, because of the words of the song. She's just weeping and apologizing (laughs) through most of the video, which I just thought, "Mm," because I found myself in the exact same place. And the words of that song that stuck with me are in the very first verse. So if you guys know this song, you're going to recognize these words. The song says, you call me out upon the waters, the great unknown where feet may fail. And then here's the part that hit me. And there I find you in the mystery. In oceans deep, my faith will stand. These guys are in a boat, and they're not in a good place. And they look out, and they see a ghost, and they get freaked out. Jesus didn't mean to necessarily engage them, and yet he comes over to them and says, don't fear, it's me. And then he gets in the boat with them and he calms the winds. And I find that our faith becomes the most real in the mystery. See, all the stuff that we can explain away, uh, next thing you know, it's in a book and it's on a New York Times bestseller and somebody's doing a tour. But when we begin to speak about our, our true and our deepest faith, it is in the mystery. It's in the place that we can't see and we don't understand. That's right. And that is where Jesus meets us Amen. and does yeah. his work. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Yeah, it makes me think of, I believe it's John 13, 7. Uh, right now you don't understand what I'm doing, mm. but later you will. Mm. Just in the mystery piece. Yes. And uh, uh, man, that, that is so true. That is true for my life in, in so many ways. God, I don't understand this. God, help me understand this. And, and it still isn't clear. And he asks us to trust. Yes. Trust, trust. You're in my hand. I have you. I got you. Even though you don't understand, I'm not explaining everything or that it's going your way or the way you think it should go. Mm-hmm. I have you. I'm in control. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And he's proven it, right? And I, I, wanna, I want us to finish the last uh, few minutes here with this because th- that's exactly the note I want us to end on here. Those last couple of verses, uh, Jesus' words here. Uh, immediately he spoke to them. Take heart. It is I. Take heart, right? It is I. Don't be afraid. And he got into the boat with them. I'm glad you brought that up. And the wind ceased. And then this last sentence, right? And they were utterly astounded, for they did not understand about the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. Mm. What are you guys' thoughts about well, that? I wanted to say about the, the terror they were feeling. I, I just thought it was very interesting that sometimes God greatest deliverance comes in the midst of our greatest fear Mm. and terror amen we've got this problem going on right now with this virus we need to look and see where jesus is showing up Mm -hmm. because he's showing up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just sometimes we don't see him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh it was interesting one of the other versions read uh, their hearts were hardened because they didn't really understand who he was that's right (laughs) here he had just multiplied these loaves and these fish I mean, you would think by now, yeah, this is God in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. These guys were hard heads. Mm-hmm. Of course, so am I. 
That's exactly what I was going to say. And me too. Oh, man. That's right. It's, it's, and it's so true for me. And I mean, even last night and this morning, this, is, this has been really hard, right? A lot of heavy decisions and big decisions. And, you know, how do we do the best thing together? And, uh, and fear is the natural human mm. response, right? That that's what's produced in my heart, anxiety, fear. And, and that's my natural propensity. And in that, Jesus speaks. And what he speaks is just this verse of what have I proven myself to be already? Mm. What have I already taught you about me, about my security and who I am and how I have you and how I'll provide for you? And you're right, it's not going to be messy. You know, going back to that, that verse, and I'm so glad Jesus said these words, right? It's so securing. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither be afraid. I've said these things to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. In the world you will have sorrow, struggle, That's right. frustration, suffering, mm -hmm. loss. Th that is a part of the broken world that is. God's in the process of redeeming that and he will ultimately that our great, our great hope is the future to come that as these bodies do fade away and wear down, mm -hmm. our ultimate hope to be with God forever is amazing. No more tears, no more sorrow, no more cancer, yeah. no more viruses, no more threats, Hallelujah. no more bankruptcy, no more mm. uncertainty. And he has the audacity to say, be of good cheer. That's in right. John 16, I've overcome the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What, a, what a God. You know, come unto me, all ye that are weak and heavy rowing, mm -hmm. and I'll give you rest. Okay, heavy <laughs> <right>. laden. <laughs> Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for yep. I am meek and lowly and humble of heart. Yep. My mm -hmm. yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm -hmm. That's where we're landing right now, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that we're able to take hope in um, and secure it is when Jesus said in John 14, I am the way, mm -hmm. the truth. That's right. And the life. And right now, that, that first claim that I am the way, because there are so many of us trying to find our way. And we live in a world that says, find your way. And Jesus says, no, I'm the way. Yeah, amen. <laughs> I'm the way. Yeah. Just stick with me. That's right. That's you know? That's and right. boy, does our world, we need to be reminded of that, amen. especially yep. right now yep. as the world looks to the church. Yeah, keep talking to me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it. so yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, well, as we have our band come up here in a moment, I'd love for us to just each um, just speak to uh, what, from this, from Jesus's words, right? Uh, what do you want to speak to your people? What's a what's a closing thought you want to speak to our people? Well, I think of that verse in Psalm ninety-one. It's the old version. Uh, you know, because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, your habitation, uh, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come near thy dwelling. Now, that's a cool promise. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, the close of Psalm 19, uh, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord. And, you know, uh, the Apostle John said, perfect love casts out fear. Mm -hmm. uh, continue mm -hmm. to trust Worry and anxiety doesn't do any good. Uh, David in Psalm 37, don't fret. It only leads to evil. Mm -hmm. Keep trusting. Thank you, Amen. Paul. Pastor Paul. 
Church, uh, it, I, I would share with you today, um, be careful with what you hear in the media. Um, boy, that's a lot of information coming from a lot of different directions, and it's filtered through a lot of opinion. Let's just, as, as we've heard our, our pastor Scott say to us, and, 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 and Pat has shared with us, um, keep our eyes on Jesus. It is amazing the things that the disciples were able to accomplish when they kept their eyes on Jesus. Mm. But I know for me, one of the ones that has always rested heavy in my spirit, but in a good way, is what we mentioned earlier in John chapter 13. Jesus does something that makes no sense for the future king of kings and lord of lords. He gets on his knees and he washes the feet of his disciples. And he says to them, what you see me do, now you go and do the same. Church, we have got an amazing opportunity to go and be Jesus. And if you're sitting there with empty hands going, how do I do that? You are in the perfect position right now. Let him give you what he would have you do. And you just be faithful with that. And just be Jesus to your community and to one another. Amen. Amen. My last encouragement would be don't fight this fight alone. It's not how God designed us to do it. He's designed his church, his bride, his family, his body for reasons like this. We need each other by God's design. And so we get to do this together. We get to press in together. We get to encourage one another, just as you men have encouraged me this morning. And we get to encourage one another and speak and press on and hang in there. No, 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 slow down. Yes, 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 speed up, let's go, right? We're we're better together by God's design. And so if you're in need, reach out. If we can help, let us help. For those you're connected with, love, shepherd, support, stay connected with them and be that for others as well. Yes. So, been a pleasure, gentlemen. Yes, Thank you. Uh, yes. Let's, uh, you want to go ahead and pray, uh, Damien, and then we'll hand it off to our worship team to lead us out. Absolutely. Let's pray, church. Lord God, this morning is a day that you have given us, and it is for your purpose, and it is for your glory. Lord, for our brothers and sisters right now who are at home, maybe they're traveling, wherever it is that they are, Lord, God, we thank you that you have connected us. You've connected us through your son, Jesus, and you have connected us through relationship. And Lord, we are so grateful that there is nothing, nothing that the enemy can do that can break that relationship that we have with you, Father. So Father, we ask that you would go before us as a church. May we walk in the boldness and in the courage of knowing that you have us, that you love us, you see us. And Lord, may we also walk in the wisdom and discernment that you give us, Lord, to make wise choices. Lord, may we use our influence well with one another in our neighborhoods and our places of work. Guide our words, Lord. May we say things that uh, encourage and also inform, but most importantly, Jesus, that gives them the peace that you give us. Thank you for this example of what you did um, through the eyes of Mark 
And thank you, God, that uh, you revealed yourself to us today in a way we hadn't seen you before. So, Lord, we look to you, we trust in you, and we do this in your son's holy name. Amen. Amen.